Hey, Mike, I want to talk to you about threes. And hey, Tiff, I want to talk to you about Flip Flop Solitaire. So I was very excited when you brought up threes. I wanted to pair it with Flip Flop Solitaire um, because these two games, these two iPhone games, they are like my two favorite examples of what a typical iPhone game should be. Like they are pick up and put down whenever you want. The rounds or like the the actual time that you're going to be playing a specific game is super quick, right? Like you you don't Mm -hmm. spend in a ton of time on them. Um, and it's, you can easily play them with one hand, especially threes. And they also do a good job of, because I'm, I'm an Apple nerd, of making good use of stuff that's on the iPhone or on the iPad. Like threes, you can play in the little split view, which I've done a bunch. See, I've never done that. I've never done it. It's awesome. I was so excited when they added it. Like it started off actually um, that they had it on Xbox and you could be watching TV and playing threes on the side. Very weird. What? Yeah, really? it's very, very weird. Uh, and then I was really excited when they brought it out for iOS. So you can, I don't know, sit and watch a video, like a long video and play threes. I've done that. Like I've done it on planes and stuff like that. Um, and Flip Flop Solitaire, I really like because if you have one of the newer iPhones, the way that it like taps you like the vibration when you're moving the cards around it feels very 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 good like when the cards are being dealt it's like i love it i really really love it <laughs> so these two games are awesome for me and threes is probably my favorite ios game of all time and i think it might be in my top five games of all time wow yeah that's pretty serious big. yeah because it's, it's amazing you should tell me some stuff about it because you picked it but i have a lot to say about threes <laughs> <laughs> I think you're about, you might have more to say than me. So I hadn't played threes when it first came out and I absolutely loved it. And then when we decided to talk about iOS games, I immediately thought that it needs to be threes mm-hmm. and I've started playing it again. And I just, I really like so many parts of it. It is, it felt so after being kind of gone for a year or whatever it was coming back to it, it still felt fresh. It still felt like, I was picking it up again and it just it was it was just so well designed that it feels just as new as it did when it first came out to me. Yeah. So it was nice that I didn't feel like I was picking up this old game that has now since gotten dated or everything else has moved on and now I'm kind of just playing a game that I was used to playing before and I'll just try it again. So I really I loved that about it and I had forgotten a lot about the cuteness of it. I mm-hmm. love the cute little faces on the blocks. Oh my gosh, they're so great. And, but you had mentioned about the the sounds and I was like, I don't think I've ever turned on the sound <laughs> for this game. I typically play the game with the sound off, but yeah, I so have I. played it with the sounds on. And there are great little sounds. So the, the music is nice. The music is very, very nice. Um, but I stopped playing it with the music because I've played the game so many times. So, mm-hmm. And typically the way that I play threes now and have done for the last few years, it's like my, my most used time of playing threes now is sitting on an airplane. It is like the perfect listen to a podcast, play a video game for multiple hours to get me through this flight. Like that's when I tend to play threes now. And so I haven't 
played it with the music or the, uh, the the sounds on for a while, and I only remembered that it had music because, like, about three or four days before I started playing the game again for to prep for the show, I saw somebody tweet that they were at a wedding where they were playing the music from Threes. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it has music. Like, I'd forgotten completely. So I turned it on, and it's just this wonderful, mega chill piece of music. And then when you're playing around, the little characters are talking to each other. Like, they're mm-hmm. saying, like, hello and hi. hi. Like, when, when, and that means that you can move them. It's very nicely designed. Like, it means that they can be put on top of each other to be multiplied. Like, it gives you an audio cue that you've got a match that you haven't made yet. And if you try and make a match, like if you're trying to match a three and a six, they're like, oh, no, right? Like you can't do that. (laughs) It's very cute. It's not how I play it because I very, very rarely play uh, iOS games with the sound on. Usually I will not have the sound on because I'm playing in a Mm -hmm. place where I don't want people to hear it or I'm using my phone for other audio. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like that's kind of... uh, where, and that's one of the reasons I like both of these games is they have good sound to them, but you don't need it for the game, which makes them very good iOS games. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, that's exactly when I'm playing it. That's why I never turn the sound on because I'm always playing it in a situation where it would be totally inappropriate to have the noise on. It would just annoy everyone else because it's such a quick little happy, fun, fast game. And I, I really like how it doesn't feel super important if if that makes sense to Mm -hmm. win like it doesn't it doesn't feel important because you're not so dedicated that like if you lose a hand you're not like oh i'm gonna flip the table it's this horrible i just spent all this time and effort and like it's just all over it's like oh if you don't win you're like okay next one and then like it's like popping candy right yep there aren't high stakes to it and that's what makes it so great and also it's like you may get 300 points on this one but you might get 25,000 on the next one it's like it's so it feels like there's so much randomness to the game mm-hmm. like i play in a very specific way i don't know if you have a three strategy there are like so many strategies and like the ways that people play there's this twitter account that i love called threes porn which is just people playing the game at an incredibly high level and like and in i remember the first time that somebody like got to the very maximum and like that was like a huge deal um for people that love the game like it's like a whole thing but like i play up and right so i will only ever move up and to the right unless i block myself in and that always. strategy oh, always, always up and always right up and right i only ever move the cards up or right unless i get to a point where i'm blocked and i have to move left or down but I will typically only move up and right. And that is like a one of the most kind of often used and frequent like and simple strategies of the game is that you only move in two directions. I guess I do that too a little bit because I tend to go up and right. It feels the most natural when you're talking about swiping, mm-hmm. but I always, I'm a big player of, I anticipate the next card. I very much focus on what's coming mm. next and will okay. move anything to accommodate what's coming next, even if it means I'm not combining a number. And that might account for my low scores. <laughs> so maybe I am playing it wrong. Back in the day, it used to just show you blue and red. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you remember that, but now like you get uh, sometimes an option of three cards that are going to, like three numbers that are going to appear as the next like tile. 
they changed it because they wanted to make the game a little bit easier to play. Like they were trying to just kind of like balance it a little bit and they added that in, which was a welcome thing because it helps you plan a lot better. It does. But at this point, I don't even see the one and twos on the colors. Like Mm -hmm. if I close my eyes, I couldn't tell you if blue was one or a two. Oh, I have no idea. Well, like I just got it wrong. I, I just said like blue was red and I forgot there was even ones and twos. Like I just know how the game plays like i don't see them as numbers anymore i just see those two cards as colors and you need to put them together to get a three like that's i mean you know what i mean like it just Mm -hmm. it's it's funny how that element of it just disappears when you're just in the zone of swiping the swipe zone so like i've been playing this game since 2014 like it has remained in my rotation since then like i used to remember like I would play the game my entire commute. I would remember standing like when I worked at the bank. I remember like standing at the elevator banks in the mornings, you know, like waiting for people to get out, like just to get in the elevators so we could all get up to like whatever level of this 40-story building we were in. Just, mm-hmm. just standing in the throngs of people just playing threes. Like I have so many vivid <laughs> memories of just playing the game constantly, always. And I, we are going to share in a little bit how many times we've played and I'm interested to see how that comes out. But one of the things I will say is the numbers that we have are not completely accurate because the game didn't always have stats. Yeah, I feel like I played the most when it didn't have these stats to it because I, I did. I played a lot. Like I just I like this game when it first came out. It was non-confrontational, as you say. Like It just it feels like it can just fit into your day at any time without it bothering you. You know, like I feel like a lot of iOS games will come and and will hound you for things or play this or do this or wait for this. This doesn't have any of that. It's just simple and but yet it still feels rewarding when you get something good, especially those cute little faces. You just want to keep building them up. I want that lion one day. One day. Have you ever gotten a lion? I think the stats have that in there. Let me see. Oh, I got a 1536 once, which oh, is man. like, it's Terrence, and Terrence looks like a kind of a bug. The lion, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't even remember what, oh, that's 6144, that's like three more tiers up. I never got the lion. I've never got the lion. One, uh, maybe one day, although at this point, <laughs> I feel like if I haven't done it after four years, I'm probably not going <laughs> to get there. I think one of the funny things about threes is for some reason, it feels like people kind of like have a limit that they can get to. And kind of can't break over it. Like, I'm looking at my statistics here, right? And over all of Mm -hmm. my games, I cannot break over, like, the 30,000 mark. Oh, I'm so jealous of your high number. I haven't given you my high number yet. Oh, no. All of my tops kind of go around a certain place, except for my high score, which I won't tell you. My high score is an outlier. But typically, I am, like, thirty in the 30,000 range, and I can't break it and which is which is really wild and i've only broken it once which is when i got my top score but we're not going to share top scores yet we can come to that a little bit later on i want to talk about flip-flop solitaire a little bit oh you're gonna go all the way to flip-flop before uh-huh. talking about your high score and three you're such a tease this is a tease this is this is how we do it you are you're so flip-flop solitaire came out in 2017 it's, it's a newer game withholding um and it is a it is made by a guy uh, called zach gage whose games i've played uh forever i mean i'll say the same for Threes as well. It was made by Asher Volmer, and Asher's made some great games, and they're both wonderful game designers. Um, and you know, for me, Threes and Flip Flop are like the pinnacle of both of their careers. Like they are the, the games that like really, really stand out to me. It's just these just wonderful things. Now, 
flip-flop solitaire it's really difficult to explain but it's solitaire like you've never played before like you kind of instead of playing in one direction where you just build up from the smallest card to the highest card in a stack you can go in both directions which opens the game up to like really wild strategy to try and clear it um i wanted to ask you though tiff do you like solitaire yes okay i love solitaire i spent a lot of time i kind of discovered spider solitaire after getting bored with regular solitaire on okay. various devices i guess yeah i guess my first iphone i'm like trying to think when i was playing it oh man i'm like windows like 100 percent windows solitaire it was my like introduction to solitaire you like the, old, oh, the yeah. game included on the on windows pcs yes i played a lot of solitaire and i also played a lot of mind what was it mind minesweeper minesweeper that's yeah. it yes played a lot of minesweeper but i'm trying to think of when i played the solitaire game because i had an internship and i was in the city and it was backstage while i was working and i can't remember what i was holding and playing this on but i was playing a lot of solitaire and Mm -hmm. as when i got bored with solitaire i moved on to spider solitaire and i very quickly kind of moved up to um i do four suits in spider solitaire (gasps) whoa okay so spider solitaire is just multiple decks right yeah, it's a it's a big multiple deck solitaire, and it's a different stacking situation. You have all of the decks out at the same time, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's very tricky. Um, I don't really, I just kind of play it. It's one of those Zen things that I just kind of figured. I just start playing it. I can't. I couldn't even draw it for you. I think if I tried to draw the setup, <laughs> I don't think I could. <laughs> but I play four suit spider solitaire. And I use the app, let's see, Card Shark. That is where I play the most. And I looked up my stats on that from how I've been playing for how long. I'm pretty sure since I first got an iPhone. But um, I have like 93 hours logged in Spider Solitaire alone. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And that's just the four suit. I have 93 hours in four suit. On average, I was I won about 57 games out of 361 games. So it kind of shows how tricky it is. I'm looking at it now. This is such like a basic solitaire app, right? Like it's just so, so mm-hmm. like simple. Oh, there's tons of card games and everything in the Card Shark yeah. app. It's actually pretty fun. It's a nice one to have kind of on the plane, you know, if you're mm-hmm. just hanging around so you can just play whatever you feel like. So my average win time was about an hour it would take to go through all those cards. Because in, in four deck Spider Solitaire, there's a lot of cards. But that's not 93 games, though, right? Like, I bet there's a bunch of games that you restarted or jumped out of, maybe? Maybe? Yeah, the ni- no, the 93 hours is how long it took me to play almost, uh, well, 361 games. Okay. That's so... <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) it's a lot of games, but it's, and oh my, uh, so like my average game time would be about 15 minutes. Okay. So if you're such like a a solitaire devotee, what do you think of Mm -hmm. the flip-flop game style? Like the way, the actual like major mechanic of the fact that you can play the cards in any direction? That, okay. So when I first started playing it for this podcast, because I've been watching my husband play it for a very long time and he he's like don't he's like don't play this i was like why not i love solitaire he's just don't play it it'll ruin your life okay <laughs> I was like, okay i won't play it and so i started playing it and <laughs> now my life is ruined <laughs> now my life is ruined it's fine <laughs> at first i was a little upset with it because i 
didn't like how small the screen was with how few cards you could lay out. Because if you look at a screenshot from the Spider Solitaire from the game that I've been playing, it is a lot of cards spread across. So I'm used to playing with thinking about like a lot of different combinations and situations and places to move. And it wasn't until I really figured out the stacking mechanic where you can reverse stack as you were just explaining how that's different than solitaire that I was like, oh, okay. It really does open up a lot. Um, I also got a little upset about the limit at the bottom, but then again, it was one of those things that was, I was relearning. I was retraining myself to play a different kind of solitaire than what I spent almost a hundred hours playing previously. So I ended up really loving it because it, it takes the mechanic of a spider solitaire which is more complicated with a lot of decks and a lot of different suits, which I really love. And it shrinks it down to a more bite-sized situation. I almost felt like it was like a a big candy bar that you can get, or you can get like the little fun-sized candy bars. So this is kind of like fun-sized candy bar of Solitaire. And I ended up really loving it. And I like how you can change the order because you can go reverse and Mm -hmm. then you can move things over and you can almost reorganize your whole deck without making too much of a mess so it kind of satisfies that organizational cleaning you know part of me where i'm like oh i can stack all these over here and like reorder it and flip it all around and then get that one card that i was trying to get i i I really like it it's super charming it's really fun It's fast and I went through all the suits, you know, all the different combinations that you could do. You start with like one suit and then you move up. I'm playing. (laughs) I'm most comfortable in like the three and four suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. (laughs) No, hey, you're you're (laughs) you're going to slaughter me in your threes high score. So I can't do anything other than single. Like, I can't, my brain cannot function past single suit. Like, it's just too challenging for me. And because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm very good at solitaire. Yeah. What's your history with solitaire? It isn't very much. Like, I played the Windows game and I've played a bunch of solitaire games, like diff- different iOS games over the years. Typically, I gravitate to a game that has a slight, like, a, a, like a little different thing about it, right? Like, that there's mm-hmm. kind of like a fun thing about it, which is why Flip Flop interested me initially because it wasn't just like straight solitaire. I would say I complete more games of flip-flop solitaire than I've ever been able to complete any game of solitaire before. And I think it's because it's way easier to unstick yourself. Yes. Right? Like, if I get stuck in solitaire, it's like, well, I've got to start over again because I just can't do anything. I mean, I use the little hint button quite a lot, right? Sometimes Because I just can't. I don't know why. Oh, no. Like, I just can't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't think button. I've ever There's hit the hint button. I use the hint button. Uh, I'm never going to play this game with you sitting next to me because I know you're going to be one of those like, oh, can't you, you just put that one on this one and this one on that no, one. No, I wouldn't say that. I would just go. Well, so this is what I think you think you wouldn't say it, but then you would see me play and like I'm sitting there like. Hmm. And there's like a two to go on a three and it's like 20 minutes later and I'm pressing the hint button a bunch of times. I won't say anything, but if you just turn over and look at my face, I can't not <laughs> express things on my face. There's a vein in your forehead. So <laughs> I I play uh, flip-flop on single suit because I'm not looking for excessive challenges, but I really, really, really enjoy it. 
I think it is wonderful. And I've tried to do like multiple suits and I just can't, I don't know, like I, I just can't get my head around it. Maybe I should try and like push myself a little bit more, but I love the game as it is. It also has very nice sounds. The card sounds are very good. The sounds that it makes mm-hmm. when it's dealing. And the success ukulele music is amazing. And I believe that that music was composed and played by Zach Gage's partner. Um, they oh, they played cool. the little ukulele sound at the end, which I think is very cute. <laughs> What's your background? Oh, I use... Um, let me see what it's called. I think I use like the trees. Like No, it's like leaves. There's like one that's all like leaves and stuff. I wish that they did. More, there was more of those. I, I actually wished I could add my own in. I think that would be kind of cool. You could put your own background in. But I like the design of this game. I really love the design of the cards. I think that they're so beautiful. Like the little illustrations of like the face cards and stuff. I, I really, mm-hmm. really like those a lot. It is. It's just charming. It's simple. It's it's just it's clean. Like I just, I really like the way the cards look in this game. Did you change the colors? I kind of have the standard colors. I stick with that. No, I changed the colors. I've got like these dark, like a dark green, a couple of grays, and some really dark reds. Like I changed the colors, and um, I I think because my uh, my ace cards are little pine trees. Yes, my ace cards are also little pine trees. So. Yeah, I like those. I like that a lot. I like the. I just. I love this game. It's so nice. Like it's so simple, and it looks so good, and it looks amazing on the iPhone 10 because it takes up like the whole screen. I I really really like this game a lot. Like a lot a lot. Yeah, I like even how the the main menu each little thing. It's like kind of like jaunty. You know, it's yep. um they're not all Full lined up if. perfectly. It kind of feels more like you're flipping cards, which is cool. Even on the menu screen which is quite charming. And it just, right away, it leads you into the game, which is really mm-hmm. nice. So you play all the way up to five? Yeah, I have. I've played five suit, it says uh, three times, and I've won twice. Okay. And I played the four suit eight times and won six times. And then I played the other ones less. What about single suit? Let's do some scores. What about single suit? I want to know your scores for single. How much do you play that? Uh, single suit I played four times oh man okay Okay. I know I haven't played this one as much because I literally just started playing it Mm -hmm. like a few weeks ago and we decided to do this and I pick it up when I can and I I managed to get through so I guess my totals of how many times I played has been pretty good well but you're also playing for longer than I am because I would expect that five suit takes way longer to play through than single suit uh, my best time was 10 minutes okay. in the five suit. I have no time. My my time is NA, not applicable is what it says. I've never even touched <laughs> it. Uh, even like two suit, played once, total wins, zero. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I just, I just yeah, two suit, right I played four times and I've won all of them. So I, I stopped playing that because as soon as I keep winning, I, I move on to the next one. Okay. And I think it it is the training, the spider solitaire training. I guess so. You got to go to boot camp. Spider boot camp. <laughs> what is your best time for single suit? Single suit, best time, four minutes and 39 seconds. Okay. See, I got one minute for it. That's pretty good. That's awesome. But that's because I've played single suit 330 times. Okay. I've only played four. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like, I've had a lot of practice. My fewest moves was 86. 86 was my fewest moves. Yeah. I have 123. I just need to play more. Yeah. And then, because you're going you're to crush me, right? Because you've, like, my five suit is, is nothing. It's just absolutely <laughs> nothing. Should we do some three stats? Well, what's your highest? What's your highest score on single suit? My highest score on single suit is sixty nine oh three. All right, I have sixty five seventy seven. 
I don't really know what the score is. Like, I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't know how I don't know how it. they equate the score. There's like so many things, right? You've got like fewest moves, times, and high score, but 6903 is my high score. I don't know what I don't know what it means. But once you get to like 300, I'm sure it will just I will just be like horrifically embarrassed. I, I, I'm so scared of those high numbers. <laughs> the five, <laughs> what about the, the extra sing, like the the extra single suit? What does that even mean? What is that? It just has an it has like an extra card. So if you go into a single suit that has the four ace spots, mm-hmm. and if you go into the other one, it has five. Oh, I've never played that one. So it's just a few more cards, but it's still the uh, single suit. All right, let's do three scores. Okay. So I think first we should <laughs> have total good. games. Tell me your total games played. 113. Okay, 3,414. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I play this game a lot. When did they start the stats? Because I'm just curious. Because like I said, I, I played it a ton when it was first out. And then I just... Little short iOS games, I stopped playing for a long time. I had them kind of on the back burner because I got really into Instagram and doing Twitter and all that Mm -hmm. other stuff. So playing a little game in my free time when I had my phone in my hand wasn't generally something I was doing. So this is like doing it again is a new thing for me. Unless it was Spider Solitaire, which I usually played before bed. They actually added it. Not too long after the release. Like, well, it was close to a year. So the game came out in January 2014 and statistics were added in November. Okay. So it cut out a lot of the early play, which if you, you know, that may have been the majority of your game playtime, right? Yeah. But I wasn't in the thousands then. It was a lot. Yeah, I've played it a lot, a lot. Okay. My highest score (laughs) is 63,657. Oh. That's impressive. But then it drops down. Like, my next one is below 30, and everything else is below 30. This was just this one outlier game for me. Yeah, my big game was 10,461. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Yeah. Well, maybe it just proves who spends more time playing iOS games. Just <laughs> not doing person. anything. Just like <laughs> just playing dumb iOS games. You should really reevaluate your life. No I have I have a uh, I don't think this is a bad habit, but I try not to mention it too much because I think people will think it's a bad habit. Where sometimes when I am recording podcasts, I like to play a very simple iOS game because it helps keep me focused. But people there it like, is. don't fully understand that, right? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you're playing a game. There's no way you're listening. But I feel like I can more easily pay attention to someone when my eyes and my hands are distracted with something that isn't going to grab my attention, right? So, like, if if we're just talking here, I could very easily find myself clicking over into, like, m- around my desktop, and then I get a notification about an email, and then it throws me off. But when I'm just playing this little game on my iPhone, which I'm doing right now and have been since the moment that I mentioned to you that I have this thing about me, it helps me focus because all of my other kind of like senses that would distract me are occupied. And I think this comes from spending so much time playing these iOS games whilst listening to podcasts like that these two things kind of seem to go hand in hand for me like it helps me focus so an awful lot of my threes playing time has been in my history of recording shows okay yep it's it's just it comes down to a lifestyle difference really because i cannot play a little Mm -hmm. game while talking or doing anything else i'm completely like wait what did you say yeah (laughs) you know like marco's talking to me and i'm just playing and it's like wait what 
What, what, this is why that? I don't like to mention this or tell people that I do this because so many people will think that I'm not paying attention because it's very typical that it would be the inverse for someone, right? That playing mm -hmm. a video game of any description would actually make it harder for you to concentrate. But I don't find that about myself. Like I find that it, it in a weird way helps me concentrate more. There is a million distractions available to me if I'm looking at my iMac screen. But if I'm just sitting here and looking at my phone, which doesn't get notifications when it's unlocked like this, then I'm not going to be distracted. So it kind of it has worked pretty well for me in the past. It's very strange. It's a weird thing about mm -hmm. me, but it's one of the reasons that I've racked up like 3,000 games of threes. Well, there's there's no need to apologize. It's totally fine because mm -hmm. you've mm -hmm. never seen like the negative effects of it, right? So exactly. if it were affecting your work in any way, then it would be a problem, but it's not. So it doesn't matter. And now you have some killer high scores to show for it. Exactly. Or well, when I go back later on to edit this show and I realize that the last 15 minutes was just gibberish. Like I'm just talking <laughs> absolute gibberish. Well, see, now you're going to have to get yourself to Spider Solitaire Boot Camp so that way you can advance in some flip-flop <sighs> yeah, okay. situations. You, you need to bust out of your single suit shell and move on. I'm pretty nervous about the fact that we're going to be spending some time together like in a week and I'm just like dreading that you're going to like force me to play four suit flip-flop in front of you and then I just crumble into just <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I'll make a little Instagram story about oh, it. No, no, please <laughs> do it, Mike. Turn on the four suit. Do it. Let's let's watch the world. Watch you play this game. Come on, you can do it. And I'll just cackle with the light. And then, I'm, but then you, then we all find out that I'm like a solitaire prodigy, and like I yeah. complete it in six moves, and then like nobody's ever seen it happen before. Oh, and then I'll be mad and I'll flip the table yeah. and smash my phone. <laughs> That would be so terrible. It's like, oh, I've never played it because I didn't. I didn't think I'd be good at it. Turns oh, out, you best in the hustling. world. <laughs> <laughs> you hustled me. No. So I, I think that for us moving into iOS games, we couldn't have started better. These are just like because there are tons of great iOS games. There are lots of like amazing iOS games. Oh, absolutely. But these two, they are like, this is what the, the especially for the like an iPhone. This is what they're about, right? Like. You know, there are games that we've both played, like Alto's Adventure and Odyssey are incredible. I know that you've played a lot of Don't Starve on iOS. Like, these are amazing mm -hmm. games on iOS, but these aren't really what I think of as iOS games. They're, like, games that could exist anywhere, right? Like, yes. Because Don't Starve does exist on consoles. Alto's Adventure could easily exist on the PlayStation. But, like, Threes and Flip Flop Solitaire, they only work here. Like, I was saying about the Xbox version of Threes, it was terrible, right? Because you're playing mm -hmm. it with a controller. Like, it just doesn't work in the same way. But these are, like, perfect examples of what a game on an iPhone can be. And and that's that's what I'm really pleased that we started with these. I completely agree. It's, it's just like an extension of the little click games that you would have on your desktop mm -hmm. back in the day, right? Like, And then, but it takes all of the interesting, great design elements, the, the feedback, the the music and it puts it into the phone and it just makes them absolutely delightful yep they're so good we are for our next episode we're going to be tackling maybe one of the best video games ever made <laughs> I which i'm very excited about i'm really excited we picked this we're going to do a couple of things that are a little bit different so we're going to play portal 2 mm -hmm. and the reason we're going to play portal 2 is portal 2 has a co-op mode yep so we are going to play portal 2 co-op together 
And on the next episode, we will talk about our experience of playing it together and everything that we love about Portal. I love that we're always finding something new to do. It's so fun. Gotta keep adapting. And we're going to do something else as well. We're going to try and stream it on Twitch, us playing the game together. So there's two things that you should do, listeners. You should follow at Playing for Fun FM on Twitter and also subscribe mm-hmm. to us on Twitch. We are at twitch.tv slash Playing for Fun FM. Because, we're, because we will announce when we're going to play, and then that's where you'll be able to watch us play as well. And hopefully this won't be the only time. No, we're, th- we're hoping that this is a thing that we'll be able to do more in the future. We have some other games that mm-hmm. we want to do as well, some that are even just single player, but we're going to find some ways to play them co-op. So you should follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on Twitch, because next time we are going to play Portal 2. Portal 2 co-op, here we come. Here we come.